When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. Good evening. How you doing? I'm Chris. Hi, I'm Nina. And I'm Paul. Yes. Um, how you doing, guys? How's everything? We're good. We have a visitor today. Yes, we have a special guest, Paul. We're going to get to him in a moment. Nina, what was your, uh, how was your weekend? It was um, the week. The week went by. Again, it, uh, time flies. It was amazing. There's so much to do. We had so much planned and a lot of progress. How about yourself? Well, this weekend I attended a Momentum workshop and it was a super awesome experience. The energy, the love, the commitment of folks um, working on uh, some things and uh, it was a very powerful weekend. And uh, the we, weather also. Yes, and the weather was, was beautiful. Paul, so we, we have Paul here today. Uh, we work with Paul. Um, tell us about tell our audience about yourself. Yeah, well, as Paul as he said, I had a great weekend. Um, just came back from Puerto Rico. Um, definitely an active investor. Um, been in the game for real estate game for about twenty years now. Kind of started in two thousand seven, and I've been just having fun, really right. enjoying myself. Just having fun. All right. It's always important to have fun. We spoke about it once mm-hmm. when you work especially when you have a different profession and you know that um, real estate is your second love. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you enjoy what you do, you know how to uh, work around your schedule and to do your nine to five and then interpret it into your real estate world. So Paul is definitely one of them who invests, very active um, properties, buying, selling, and overall, you're in the tech business, right, Paul? Yes, yes. The Where secret really to my success I really, is to choose the right career so that I can generate enough income to invest. And I really chose an engineering degree that really set me up above the rest because I come out making six figure salaries and with a great 401k. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can borrow from your 401k. And when you have a good salary, it also builds good credit. So when the banks look at you as a prospect or property on investment, they want to know what kind of income you generate. And so IT really gave me a chance to generate a lot of income very quickly. I can do two or three contracts at one time, really generate enough income so I can qualify for deals. Good and that's really you. how I got involved in the game. Okay. Nice. That's Good awesome. Is cool. that something yeah. that you went to school for, or is it something like a family uh, thing that you started? Yeah, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, my, dad, right? my dad was an engineer, IBM. Wow. And, uh, IBM. IBM. IBM Big engineer. Company. Yeah, take me to the job as a little man, little guy, and said, son, this is what's going to be the future. And so I really took that seriously. And so when I started going to school, I was looking, well, I'm going to generate a lot of money. I wanted to be a real estate guy right away, mm-hmm. but I fell in love with it after the fact. Somebody introduced it to me. Mm-hmm. I said, you ever thought about making revenue this way? And so I went to Atlanta when I graduated from RPI, which was a great engineering school in New York, Troy, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, once I graduated, I picked up by a great company. And I basically moved to Atlanta. And when I moved to Atlanta, I started my business, my investment business, right out of school. I was working at the same time, coming home, signing other checks for my business. And I started a company called Cold Pepper okay. Industries and also started action driven investments. What's the name of okay. that? Cold Pepper Industries. Cold Pepper Industries. Yeah, slow down a little bit. So yeah. You're dropping some gems real I'm fast. Excited. I'm excited. <laughs> very nice. Yes, indeed. Very, very nice. Um, 
Wow. So Nina, you, you've been doing a lot over the weekend. We had a photo shoot and a video shoot that we worked on um, yeah. and it's property in Hewlett, Har um, Hewlett Harbor. I've been yes. getting phone calls. Can you talk about the property? Hewlett Harbor is the uh, part of the Five Towns. It is located on the water side um, over there where you have a lot of water exposures. So a lot of the homes are waterfront and those who live there have, it's like, it's not a gated community. But it's, it's on a cul-de-sac. Yes. Nice. Um, and the houses there, every house is different. It's not like, uh, you know, it is a very suburban area, but it's not like the houses are similar where the contractors built similar homes. Every house is different. different. So we happen to have had um, a listing appointment. We have a few listings there. So we went to one of them and we actually had a photo shoot for the listing and also for you guys. We, uh, we took a couple of uh, good shots and videos. They are going to be edited and hopefully we'll share it with you next week. It's a new construction, two-story mansion. It's humongous. Yeah. With um, you, you, how many boats can you dock in the back? Maybe mm -hmm. two. So you have room for six jet skis and one sixty-five footer boat. Um, and you know, a lot of these houses over there have the deck extended on the water. But it's very important to know that some of the homes are not. They don't own that part of the property. So meaning. Sometimes your uh, side of the of the deck, yes. right? It's not on your deed. So that's something that you need to uh, follow if, in case you purchase a home that is waterfront. You want to ensure that your overhang or whatever is built on the water side that um, it's yours. So yes. that's that's owned by the property. You have about 107 feet extended to the waterfront property line. So there they built. Uh, you know, the deck to be able to park six jet skis and one big boat. Yes. Yeah. And Very there's a humongous pool in the back. Yeah. I Yeah, so that was a tiny sneak peek of where we were, about one-tenth of what we've done over there. There's yes. so much more. And that was a phone recording, so it's not the professional um, you know, the professional uh, side of it. Yes, our cameraman. So, yeah, we had a beautiful photographer. He was doing an amazing, amazing job, and you're going to be able to see and read about it when the video is ready to go. Um, and overall, it's this one specifically happens to be a 90% complete um, new construction home. Uh, they started it back in Corona. It's just that a lot of the items, the material that they ordered wasn't in the States yet. Yeah, right. The it roof came is. from Spain, right? The, the yeah, that yeah. was just that's true. Good job. You do remember a good, uh, you know, good point. <laughs> it is definitely a very unique uh, roof. It's a Spanish roof. It's made of vinyl. Um, you can paint it to your choice. Not expect, not uh, cheap. Okay, it's not cheap, but it's definitely something that completes your home. It's very nice. And what I love about this property is tech. It's it's tech infused. So the lights in the ceiling and there's speakers in the walls. Everything is modernized to to encompass technology as we use it today. Yeah, so the iPads, you have speakers in the walls, but not the speakers in the ceiling. I'm talking in the, in the theater room. Yes. They have nine speakers installed. Very beautiful. That's really unique. You will see that in places. But of course, you know, you get what you paid for. So you're looking at a $7.25 million home. Yes. It better have all these small gadgets because that's what makes it special. And not only that, when you when we show you this video, when we when, we, when it's put together, and you see this this house can be in movies, it could be on television. It's it's the type of home that fits for so many uses 
where you, I can see production companies wanting to shoot and film. Oh, yes, definitely. In the back, like music videos, movies. It happens, yeah. I didn't, you know, I have a house in um in Woodhaven, and um, the show FBI they use they used my house. Wow! So yeah. you know, I know this this house is is special. It's a very special home. When you, I can't wait for you guys to see it. That was like the best part of my week. Sometimes you know, <laughs> you, I go to so many homes, I see so many homes, but this this house was a treat. You know, only thing was the AC wasn't on yet. That's the only thing. <laughs> I was melting, but it was worth it. And like I said, I'm going to jump from the second floor balcony into that pool. No, you're not going to do that, and we're not going to show it, and we're not going to. We're going to have a poll and see it. who wants to see me jump yeah. from the balcony. You know what? If I get twenty requests of me wanting to jump, then I'll think about it. Yeah, exactly. And I make sure I get my 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 um, life not insurance policy, second, but, but not from the. Not from the second floor. No, you can't. I'm telling you. Anyways, it's just no, it's, 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 the thought. I, I was standing there. I was like, man, I could jump right This is me. going to be recorded. So you guys could, you know, fast forward. <laughs> I mean, rewind. Sorry, rewind into the video and see how far it is. So you cannot jump from the second floor. No. Yeah. Yes, it is 1,300 square feet pool. All pretty and whatever. But not for jumping from the second floor. Please don't give any ideas. So I'm not yeah. And this is the second house you have in Hewlett Harbor. Is there another home that's um? So, so we have all together about six of them. Um, about four of them are waterfront. Um, new construction are two of them. If that's what you're talking about. Yes. So the other new construction home, yeah, Hewlett Harbor again, out in the Five Towns. Um, a lot to see. There's so much to see and talk about and compare if you're looking, if you're in the market for those type of properties. There's definitely something to come and see. So, yeah, it's going to come in the market um, in towards the middle of next week. Everything's ready to go, the editing and all of that. Um, and you're more than welcome. Of course. You know what I've been noticing lately, though? I've been getting a lot of, um, we have a lot of deals that are not that are half the price, like let's say $500,000 for like a million dollar home. So, but the only thing is you have that's, to buy it all cash yeah. and that's the man to the right here. Yeah. Yes. So why in this market now are there so many of these types of, of opportunities available? I think it goes back to what I said, um, you know, just a lot of qualified buyers not out there, you know, it's like, if you don't continue to work on the credit, you don't continue to have a vision for yourself about what you want to future that's what you got to be working for so right now we have a lot of international folks coming in they have good you know buying power yes and that's probably most of our buyers are people coming into the city or leaving the city yeah. so you know my role here at Fargo is really to find that buyer to find that deal for them remember when I was in Atlanta one of the key studies that I used was having that wholesaler sell me that property where I had enough equity for everybody to make money yeah and that's the real key about a deal um, if, it's a, if it's a deal that everybody makes money on that's the kind of process they're looking for. So you have buyers that are very picky out there, yeah. interest rates are high. So it's kind of hard to really find those good buyers right now because of that credit yeah. gap. And Nina, you, there was Oprah houses on Sunday. How, how did we do? How many did we have this Sunday? Uh, I don't count them. <laughs> What's but, our weekly report? <laughs> yeah, about around in the 20s, I would say. 20s, we like to recycle. Um, the buyers, we like them to see other homes compared to the zip code of where they are. So if someone comes to the open house, we always notify them of another listing close by. Um, so it was definitely very busy Sunday. Looking forward for this upcoming Sunday uh, and seeing in all the uh, potential buyers. They A lot of them are asking me if what's going to happen now, you know, that the that the um, rates are going up. Mm. So next week we're going to have uh, a mortgage banker that's going to be speaking about how it almost does not make a difference when you purchase a home uh, with, you know, a specific, uh, yeah, so they're talking about that, with a specific rate. And now that it's gone extremely higher than what it was, you have that 10% back. So she's going to come. Um, he or she, we have a few 
few of them that uh, will come and discuss it and explain that you should definitely continue buying. This is something that you're going to thank us in 30 years. Yes. Um, as we discussed it in the second episode on how you shouldn't be paying rent so much if you're in a specific budget or if you want a specific size of a home. So they'll explain why it should be, why you should still purchase when the rates are where they are. You see, when you're renting, rent goes up. When you're owning, your mortgage goes down. Correct. Provided that you manage your property property correctly. Yes. Correct. You know, if you don't misuse your equity, mm-hmm. you will be good in the next 10 years, 20 years. And people don't understand financial freedom doesn't just start with us owning a home. It starts, it, 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 no, it starts with us owning a home. But it continues when we pass our homes to our kids, when they can start off their family with no mortgage. And then they can buy their kids' properties, and then it just, you pass the buck down the line. Yeah. And so financial freedom, I don't know about you guys, is very important. Yeah, it's funny that you're saying financial freedom. It's the name of a mortgage company. Yeah. <laughs> what I'm saying too now is a lot of lot space when people really are trying to maximize that lot space. Yes. Um, even my block, I see you know Flatbush four different lots bought, and they're not building two family houses. When I started, I was doing duplexes, yeah. and it was great. And then I was like, I want to go straight. No, because I wanted to be able to generate more income faster. Absolutely. Yes. So that's really the key now. It's really maximizing those properties that you eight unit. Yeah. 12 unit, that's kind of where I'm pushing my bodies at right now. Because at the end of the day, like you talked about, yeah. that would be a significant lift, but the future's bright. You yeah. should generate more income. Yes. Well, recently I got approved. Um, we, I'm working with an investment group and we bought a lot. We bought a huge lot that fits eight houses in Pennsylvania. And we're creating affordable housing in Pennsylvania. And if anybody's interested in investing in affordable housing, um, please contact me. Um, it's it's a great opportunity. And being in this business, I love you have the mansions, you have the first-time home buyers, the small homes, affordable homes. But I just really believe that no one should be homeless and everyone should have a right to have an opportunity to own a home. And so Pennsylvania, it's a little difficult here in New York to create that type of opportunity. So that's why in, in Philadelphia, that's where um, the project, that's where we started. Wow, a lot of people are leaving New York also, but things are going to change now for the better. Yeah. Um, there are a few things happening up in you know the legislation where you know it's gonna do good. It's gonna do really good. Um, we don't want people to leave New York and people assume things. Um, of course they always they're waiting for something to happen. They yeah. want something. So in terms of the real estate, things are going to change because they're going to change a lot of zonings. People are not aware of that. So please do your research. You can ask us questions. We can give you explanations and even come out to you and give you a free estimate. And right now, if you have a house and you're thinking about putting it on the market, I can guarantee you, We'll get you over what you would ask for in this current market. Yeah, still in this market. In this market, it's mm-hmm. a seller's market, and there's a shortage of homes for sale, which is the reason why you would get more than what you would ask for. Yeah, still short. Um, people are still getting what they're asking, um, sometimes not full asking. Of course, it depends on the condition of the property. Well, yeah, that part, too, yes. Yeah. So it's definitely still ongoing. Everyone are asking us all the time where this is going. Um, although we're not really a lot together during the weekend, we do our own thing and we're, yeah. you know, we work so hard and all over the place. But I bump into people with a lot of important questions and I love it. I love it. Keep I like asking them. Asking. Yeah. Because it's important, you know, that's your business. And this is if you own a home. That's your business too. Um, paying down your mortgage, uh, gaining equity. This is um, very crucial for your day to day. You need to make decisions. You have to make 
priorities and go really for your plan, what you want to do and how you want to do it. Because you can make um, permanent decisions based on temporary emotions. And that's yes. not something you should do. You should think, plan a plan, take a pen and paper, write it down, and look out for it, research, ask questions, that's okay. Yes. So we're here for you. Yes, we are here to help you plan and strategize so that you can successfully purchase or sell your home. You know, and also it's not just about the the deal. It's about what the deal means to you so that we can execute a plan properly. Yes, so people have unexpected um, situations in life, unfortunately. You know, like people really planned uh, their lives uh, they wanted to move out of state. They wanted to sell their home. And then things happen. So if things happen to you, don't take it by a bad sign all the time. Sometimes it can mean something. Yes. Um, and then, of course, there are also the bad side to bad situations where they make you um, change your decisions. Like, God forbid you lose your job, death in the family. I had a, I had a home for sale that I was selling, and I had it in was about to go on contract and the couple decided to get a divorce oh, so the deal got canceled mm-hmm. but he got to stay in his home and his wife took up they had two homes so that's the sale canceled and so that's how that so this this happens it's life yeah. you know um, yeah. paul do you remember your first property you purchased yeah it was great um i remember my first property was real and i got to school um it was kind of like a starter house for mm-hmm. my wife yeah and um, I purchased it. I got some money from my uncle and boy, it was just phenomenal. To get my first house. But I never thought that I would get a house that if I had school. Yeah. So for me, African American was great. Um, and then I never thought I would be an investor. It was to do another deal after deal. So when I got introduced to the business, there were some friends that said, hey, you want to try this way to get some money. Yeah. So I got with those folks. That was about trust. I was scared. I didn't want to trust them. Yeah. But they sent me with a lender. Um, they had someone from the Office like Nina to walk me through the process, and that's why I'm here in progress because I wanted a team, I wanted a team, and that's what I had when I did my first deal. That mm-hmm. property was great. Um, I didn't even do too much work to it, but it was already brand new. I didn't have to do much of a painting, so it's great. Two car garage, uh, big backyard, you know, the property values in New York are very different from out of state. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I had a client also that owned two condos. And then got permission to duplex them. We put them together to, mm-hmm. to merge to one condo. It was on Third Avenue, I want to say in 56th Street in the city. Yeah, that was that was amazing. Let me just bring some back to that investment yeah. question. You know, even though I bought my property in 2007, right? I helped it all that time. I was able to build at least $300,000 before I cashed Good out. Good for you. Wow, that was, so that's, that's the So now that I cashed on that investment, now we're going to have that equity in there to do something else for my next dream house. Yeah. My next dream is a captain. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to vote. I want to be like, you know, those properties and to pull up into a boat one day. And that's the dream that we're staking. Just unlimited yeah. potential. Yeah. Yes. Big boat. Yes, we need a yacht. Yes. 94 foot. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if we will get into that. You're not a driver? You're not a driver boat? Not yet. Oh, I do. I have a license. Yeah. Okay, I got a license to drive a boat. Okay, Kyle. I did it years ago. <laughs> I did. I did it because we got a jet ski and I, yeah, I needed Oh, you had a jet ski too? We used to. We <laughs> don't do jet skis. We don't do um, motorcycles. That's a rule in the family. And they know that. Do you not fly planes? I say I do whenever <laughs> someone asks me if I can drive after a party. I say I can fly a plane, but... Listen, everything is experience. Everything is learning. Yeah. I would love to learn, but I don't like heights. So, so heights, you won't I'll be yeah, like, a helicopter. Yeah, no. So what do you do when you fly into um, Israel? What do you do? Um, you know what? That's not by choice. I do go there, and I don't call it vacation. I call it a trip because we go to visit family. It's going home. So there is, fine, I'll give you a secret. There is a small um, app on the iPhone, it's um, it's like a snake that really gets you so annoyed, like really drives you crazy. Okay. It keeps you busy. So whenever, 
whatever the turbulence came on the plane, I just got the phone and I started, I started uh, playing. But now I have, you know, small children, so I'm busy enough on the plane. Um, but yeah, what do I do? I fly. It is what it is. I did go to the edge of the city and I really didn't like to. You know what I saw? Do you have a listing in Israel? Um, so we are affiliated with a real estate. That may be a joke on your side, but it is the reality of it. We are affiliated with real estate in Israel. It's actually on our website. Um, anyone that wants to see, you could go to uh, the 5brc.com website and you'll see properties in Israel. Um, we are a worldwide breeze, etc. <laughs> so, yeah, we do have, but in Israel, it's just a little different. It's really more of like the city, like Manhattan type of style because it's a lot of buildings and condos um, that are owned by, you know, individuals. So it's different than the five boroughs in Long Island. So what's it like to buy vacant land so vacant. So a lot of Israel properties are landmarks. Mm -hmm. So you don't always get okay. to demolish it. Yeah, mm -hmm. but there are a lot of celebrities like you know mentioned Kim Kardashian. She uh, liked this specific house I heard in Tel Aviv, mm -hmm. right? But she wanted to change something, or I don't know what ended up you know happening. But when you go and you want to make a change, you really have to go through. Um, you know, the, not even the board. There's like the town, the, yeah. the city agencies. I guess just like everywhere else, right? Like yeah. If we go for, I got it. If we go for um for a place that has um, go, yeah. okay. So when you go anywhere, when you go and you want to make a change, you have to apply for it. You have to do the plan draw. Just like here. Apartments. Yeah, it's the same thing. Just there, it's more. It's like a newer. Um, country, I would yeah. say. So they're still putting themselves together. They're definitely growing um, buildings. You can already see high rises, just crazy. Yeah. Beautiful. But I have a question for you. How do you stay so marketable in this New York? This is one of the most beastly markets. You know. New York's five boroughs is, is challenging. So how did you really stay in the game and stay so relevant today? You have like hundreds of listeners. So you really have to have some type of, I'm going to say plan, but it's really a system. Mm. If you have a system and you know how to run it right, not to be too much all over the place. And I used to be, I used to be all over the place. You need to know how to uh, prioritize and of course have a very, very organized um, plan. Once yes. you have an organized plan, you have to keep everything in order to ensure that you don't run on too many things. Um, because if you do, then what do you do? You have a team. You can do it all. No one can do it all. Whoever tells you that they did it all and they got to where they are because they're on their own, sorry to say, but it's a lie. Yes. Um, and I'm a person that would do, would prefer to do everything on my own, not because I don't trust just to save me the time to explain to and teach. And I know that I'll do it, not best, but because I know what I need to do, I'll do it. But it's really something that you need to learn how to give, how to trust, how to teach your way of uh, doing or the right way, whichever. Um, but who really tells you if it's right, right? So you yeah. learn from mistakes. So that's really how you go about it. You stay persistent. Let things bring you down. Sometimes you work on the file. Who better than us knows, right? Yes. Work on a file for so long and out the door, you don't have it anymore. Um, it's very unmotivating, especially to those who are new to the real estate, whether you are an agent like us or an investor. Uh, it's very unmotivating. You can invest and do all this work and then not forbid lose money. Yeah. But then the next one, you make up for five other deals that you could have yes. made, you know. So it's really easy to get unmotivated. Stick to what you do. And every deal is important. Even if it's a yeah. small co-op, condo, yeah. or small starter home, it's just as important as the mansion that I just mentioned. Yeah. Sometimes the bigger deals take longer to close. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes... Or hitting, smaller deals. Well, small deals, can, yeah. depending on the situation. 
but you know, but you never know. So that's why every deal is important. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the key. So every deal it deserves the same amount of atten- of right. attention. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're gonna even a rental, like not even about a sale. I yeah. do so many rentals, not at all, but. A, you know, a file, a listing is a listing. After all, there's a landlord or a seller behind it, so you want to ensure they give you your best to do it all. Right, and then eventually they may sell someday. But we're going to come back. We're going to take a short break. Yes. And um, we'll see you after the break. Bye. Bye. Looking to podcast shows and do not know where to start? The Evening Rush Network can help you with that. Call us at 929-441-2417 or email us at theeveningrushnetwork at gmail.com for dates and prices. We got you for all your podcast needs. The Evening Rush Network. Tune in, subscribe, and share. Hey, welcome back. Hey. This is Paul behind us. He's yeah, scared. Paul, he's right. taking a water break and cool, <laughs> cooling down in the summer heat. Same. It's my jacket. Yeah, so, the best it's freezing time. in here, but still, like, yeah, you have all good. the sun, the lights, and everything around us. Yes. Um, and I'm thankful. Hi, I'm not complaining. I love the summer. So I don't like when it's cold. I don't like the snow. Give me the heat. I'm thankful. Thank you very much. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> So, Paul, what would you say is the key components of a deal? Uh, key components of a deal. That's a good question. Starting from? Start to finish. Yeah. Yes. I think for me, the first biggest thing is knowing what you want to deal. If you're an investor trying to make a profit, yes. know your homework. Okay. Do your homework on the property. Make sure you have the numbers. Yes. Okay. I'm always about the numbers because as a wholesaler, I want to know. I mean, I want to know what my property is going to be. Like. So the yes. first thing is, what's my equity value going to be? Is it worth me putting my time? So sometimes you chase a deal. Yes. And you're wasting time. So just do your homework up front. That's right. That's the right. one. Um, and to me, also being qualified, having qualified buyers, mm-hmm. doing your yeah. background checks on your buyers, making sure that they're qualified, be qualified for the deal. But really, just make sure you got a good equity deal. Yes. I'll give you a prime example. My first deal, it was worth. I paid seventy five thousand for it, but the property wow. was worth one fifty two hundred thousand. Is that right? in New York? Or? Well, no, it was in New York. Just give me your money. You can't even buy a bathroom for that, that much nowadays. That might have been like nineteen twenty. So bring it to New York. He was in New York, and you had a million dollar deal. Split that, and that's a million dollars in that property, but it's only selling for five hundred thousand or seven fifty. Yeah. So having that cushion so that you can. Pay for things because you got to have a lot of upfront money. Mm-hmm. Yes. Your first deal. Yes. Do you have any money in your pocket first? Yes. And uh, do you have a team to, to put together that money? Possibly. There was no more proof of funds. And that's where it goes back to have good credit because mm-hmm. you have to verify where that money comes from. Unless you yes. want a cash deal. So in my case, selling my house, I had a big pot of money. I can verify where those funds came from. Mm-hmm. So just having enough money to get through the deal. Because I think a lot of investors that start off good and the next thing they want. Yeah, I mean, so my process was having a process as an set. I had my hard money in place that could back me on my funding and I would pay that interest rate on that loan. And also making sure while I'm in that deal, my credit is good because it could take six months to that deal, a year. And I got to have good credit to refinance myself out of that deal. Once it's closed, why can we sell it if I'm going to sell? So you got to know what your end goal is for the deal. Are you going to sell it? Are you going to finance? Are you going to also, understanding what the market is is a key to negotiating yeah. what you want. If you are in a market where there are not a lot of buyers, then it works to your favor and you're able to get flexibility with your financing and also time. And also, if the seller is anxious and wants to move fast, you also have a key component to negotiate and get better terms if you can close quick. So normally that's if you're buying cash. So there's there's some things that um, we have to research and figure out when we're going in on these different types of deals. Um, I often find that when someone's buying a personal home, 
it's different. It's not necessarily, you know, unless it's, it's, unless it's their second or third. Or, but usually homes are more of an emotional buy. So people tend to pay more for their personal home than they do for an investment property. So what do you say? Yes. So sometimes people come and they ask, oh, but what's the point if I'm going to purchase this house? I still have to pay my mortgage. Well, God, you're going to be there. You know, because they confuse themselves when I guess they speak to other individuals who um, purchase homes for investment, right? So I shouldn't say homes, purchase properties for investment. Because when you buy a multifamily home and you live in one of them, okay, so that subsidizes into your mortgage payment. But then a lot of people are taking it in the wrong way. And now that they're looking for a house, they say, oh, but. Not gonna make any money off of it. Not only you're not gonna make money. No, it's it's really important for people to know. I have a client like that. She says, "Nina, I bought it two years ago, and now I'm gonna sell it. What? I'm only gonna make two hundred thousand dollars." I said, "Hold on. Did you pay any mortgage like out of pocket? Mm-hmm. No, my uh, my income was covering it. Yeah. Okay. So now you're selling it. Oh, but you know when I sell, I'm gonna pay all these taxes. Well, yes, true." Hello, people don't make money off of their primary residence in most cases, okay? Not yes. everyone's the same. Investment properties are called investment properties for a reason. Primary residence is your primary home. Your primary home suits you and your family to pay your own mortgage, maybe, not maybe, in most cases less than what it would have been if you paid rent. Yes. And of course, you pay your own mortgage. It goes down with time you gain equity, right? So when you gain equity down the line, the house is yours. When you pay rent, it's not. So you should be thankful enough to purchase a home and not expect it to make you money because it's not really supposed to. Does it make you? Fine, you're lucky. Do you not pay your mortgage payment because the rental side of it pays it off? You're lucky. Yes. If you make money on it and you have a leftover, you know, after your um, month is done, super lucky. Put it on the side. Hey, don't forget, you need to deduct 5% a year for those uh, rental deficiencies. You know, where surprises of the sewer, whatever it is, save it. But primary home should be your primary home. And not only that, um, also how you plan to purchase the property is also a key component in your negotiation, depending on the market, if you're going up against other, like let's say someone is paying more for the property, but the type of mortgage they're going to get may take three to four months to close, whereas you might be paying cash or you can close within 30 days, we'll get you that house because no one wants to. The sooner you can close can get you that deal as well. What do you say? Another key component. Um, you mentioned what, what, what who's the investor, what are they looking for? Yeah. Um, I know if you're looking to make an income, it's going to be two family mm-hmm. income based. So that way, if that property you got for a deal that's not a fixture up, it's already ready to go, mm-hmm. then you know you're going to have one mortgage. Mm-hmm. And you're going to know that bottom floor may pay for that mortgage, right? Yes. Yeah. So now already your top floor, your third floor, that's why people are building up because they get to make more income. Yes. So if you're starting off fresh and you may want to do a duplex, the multi-family, you're going to make some income. And that 12 extra income from your force your $2,800 is a good revenue. Yeah. So just think about that when you're looking at that target. Who is the buyer? What is he after? Does he just want a great family home? That's just for me. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking to generate some additional income, now I'm talking about four family and also the price of that property. Yes. And we know five girls we have all the deals. So you come to us, you're most likely gonna find a property where you want to have some equity where you can make some money if that's what you're after, or if you just want a property where you just want your family to have. So it really depends on the target person. Communication is key. So when you're dealing with your agent and they're communicating, if they're if they're the selling and if they're the selling agent and the listing agent, or if they they can speak to the listing agent to find out, hey. What could get this deal done? That's the most important thing. How can we close this deal? What What are they looking for? 
um, sometimes the best way is just to ask, you know, and so that you can plan and strategize so that you can be the one to get the house. Have you ever had a deal fall through because of a lack of communication or? Yes, plenty of times. Um, it's really about having a process. You know, they're looking for something quick, execute on what they said they would do. All those things are key um, when it comes to closing the negotiation because we have a seller that's really into you. They need to say something and you don't do it. Or you say you have a buyer, you just have to really say it to Yeah. I think that's really the key to negotiating with that person you're trying to buy from. They want to see that you're quick. Um, you're in tune with the technology today. Yeah. You're able to uh, execute, move around, send the emails. <laughs> that makes them more attractive. They need help. You know, most of all, guys are older, they have money, they have experience with technology, and it's really a struggle for them. But just really being patient with your buyer and your seller, making them know that they can trust you, do the work for you, yeah. but really teaching them along the way. That's what happened to me. That's how I felt about them because they taught me. They just gave me out there. They showed me what they were doing all the way through the steps. And then they said, Can you do it now? Yeah. You're yeah. lucky for having that side, you know, where they were able to teach you that. A lot yes. of people get that. Also, sometimes people just don't listen. Um, I had a deal that was a one family, but it was it was like a two family. It had two meters at. I clearly communicated it's a one family, but when these buyers came and brought their buyer, or when when these other agents came and brought their buyers, they saw the house and thought it was a two family, and so it just really was. And I I I. I said it loud and clear to one family. Uh, Why not closing that deal, but went through a lot of headache because it was a beautiful house. It just was not a two family. So for those that don't know, when you have a two family, the numbers are different. So when people see the numbers as a one family, but they come and see it, it looks like a two family. Everybody had dollar signs in their eyes, but it was not a two family. I got another thing that Chris that's really yeah. been affecting the team is just the paper trail. You know, yeah. as responsibly you think you can be with paperwork, that's kind of the key to a conversation. Having your, if you're in a team, if you're in a trust, sometimes people die off and they don't do anything with the paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. It just frustrates the deal. And if you have a buyer ready, and that's kind of some of the deals that I see. It's yes. really about having your documentation in order, and that's helping them get that deal. Yes, I agree. You need it. You have had a deal for the group? I mean, yeah, some people want more attention than others. Some people expect you to be their friend other than a realtor. Um, it's very difficult. Like, I'm not going to lie. I have um, some clients who are older ladies or you know, families that we really get along and we got close, you know, through work. But then there are those who are really looking for more than what it is like yes. to tell you their problems and to share with you their you know hardship and look do we care yes we care because hello we are in some type of a relationship where you want to ensure that nothing happens to them that they that no one fools them into yes. situation that no one steals from them um yeah so sometimes you're just Sometimes it's just too much, and hey, nothing too much is ever too good, right? Yeah. So sometimes they expect you to do more than what you really could. Your capabilities are, you know, reaching its max to a point where you say, hey, okay, so I'm not gonna answer him now or her. Give me a couple of hours, and then they use it so against you. you so why didn't you answer me? Hey, I, I just spoke to you like three hours ago. No, every time I call you, you need to pick up. No, yeah. I don't really want for you like that. No. But I do like you. If I chose to work with you and represent you as a realtor, then I have the capability to help you. But hey, sometimes they take advantage, and therefore we call it, you know, um, exaggeration. But they think of it as miscommunication. Mm, we did have a deal too recently that Mimi was working on, and we had a client. She was very sophisticated. It was okay. a million dollar deal, and it fell through the cracks. Right, so Paul wanted to purchase it, and it wasn't miscommunication. But again, they're not always 100% on board with us. Yes, yes. So, they're using us sometimes. Yeah. They're being used. It took over hours, and this, you know, 
sometimes you will work you to the end. Yes. Yeah. And then say, oh, I'm okay now. So you really got to be, how do you support that? Yeah. Not, not only that, patience. It's, mm -hmm. it's something you're not, you know, it took me a minute. Sometimes it feels like you, you have the best deal and you're never going to get a better deal. I'm here to tell you there's always a better deal. <laughs> Things happen and you can attract it. And if you stay patient and ready, you will get great deals. It just, it's just patience. This market we're in now is not new. It's just everything recycles with time. You know, you have mortgage crisis, then you have the aftermath, and then you rinse, and then you wash, and then you repeat. It's just, it's the circle of life in real yeah. estate. Nothing is forever. But the one thing, because as we grow older and we move with time, you can start building equity now. Yeah. And that's the key that people, no matter what the price is, no matter what the market, if you own a home and you're paying your mortgage, you're paying down on your debt, you're creating equity that you can enjoy later. And you yeah. could buy two or three houses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's the key. Sometimes people get caught in mortgage rates and this and that. And, but if you don't own, does it really matter? Because that rent is always going up. I have yet to meet somebody like, hey, my rent just got, they cut my rent in half. <laughs> Imagine that, right? It's true, though. Yeah, like, whew. And commercial renting, um, you know, those who yeah. rent commercial spaces, their rent goes up 3% sometimes a year. You know, they say they say restaurants are the riskiest business. You know what takes the risk out of restaurants? When you own the building. When you control your own rent. Takes half the risk out of the business. That too. Yeah, I've, I've heard that before. But yeah, there are a lot of factors to a business. A restaurant yeah. business is like so hard. Such a it's hard very business. challenging. Very it's challenging. They come yeah. in. A, yeah, look, in real estate, who controls your yes. deals? The DOB, the building department. They want to make sure that you're up to code and you're safe and you're, you know, always making everything on point. And then with food, yes, the health department. All of a sudden, they can come and yes, you know, yes. check. Then liquor licenses. That right? I know a very, very good restaurant. Wow, such a just A plus all the time. They came and they saw that they cut the potatoes. Mm. Okay, and I don't know much about you know restaurant. He cut the potatoes, and while he cut it, he left it where it was. He didn't take it immediately and put it in the fridge or I don't know wherever he was supposed to put it. He took it from an A plus wow. to a C, uh, to a C or something like that because of those potatoes. Okay, I get it. You know how the potatoes get mm -hmm. black. Wow, so frustrating. And they just roll right into your kitchen. They yes. don't stop. So every business, I guess, has that you know point of craziness where you have well, to ensure that everything is on point. And things can be political. Yeah. You know, politics plays, you know, unfortunately. I used to throw rooftop comedy shows and I had a liquor license and I had everything. Okay. And then something happened on the West Side Highway with a young girl in alcohol. Um, wow. and then they just shut me down, even though I had the license and I took a huge wow. loss. So sometimes when you have a business, there's different entities that can unfortunately lead to your demise of your business. But if you still own the building, you can still close up your business and rent it to another business. So the possibilities are endless, even though if you have a restaurant or storefront or whatever it is. You still own the property, so you you know could help you mitigate your losses to a certain degree. Also, if you're out there and you have an investment group, we get private sales right now. We have a couple of hotels from private sales. Um, and you have an investment group. Uh, we can't give you all the details here, but you can contact us, and we'll inform you, provided you provide information to show how serious you are. If you're interested in, in in running a hotel or you know a small business, we got small businesses as well. So it's not just real estate. We 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 get a lot of deals, and this stuff you don't advertise. It's it's privately sold. You know, you ever go into a place that you go to all the time, and then all of a sudden, oh, we have new ownership. Yeah, that's kind of like 
they don't want a for sale sign up. They don't want all the attention, you know. And so, and then you get all the information to make an educated choice whether to purchase these businesses or not. But everything is done privately. Yeah, you have to show financials and all. Yes, but it's definitely it's, we we have good resources. And you mentioned earlier the West Side Highway. Yes, we need to visit. There is yeah. a. There's a West Side, uh, like on the water DJ kayaks. Oh, okay. We should do our next. Uh, I'm still trying to get you on the Nautica Mile. You ever been on the Nautica Mile? No. Ooh, yeah. We gotta, we, we gotta go, buddy. Nautica Mile. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Monday's nice. around the corner. It's like it's like a little strip, like South Beach. When you walk, and it's just like a lot of different. Uh, in what town is it? Um, it's in Freeport, Long Island. Oh, yeah. and they play music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they have like fishing yeah. boats too that leave. Yeah. yeah, but you go there on the on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. It's just like a club. Like you go, you could go like club hopping. Yeah, and then right on the water. Not right Fort Jefferson. Like, no, 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 not Fort Jefferson. There is a spot in Fort Jefferson with like a lot of motorcycles and then Harley Davidsons and all that. I'm not in the biking. But that brings us back to the auto negotiation with location maps, right? Yes. 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 They would come and still make scenes of a week. Had a place to make I bought sometime you can buy an application. And so yeah. you gotta be careful with your homework on the location. But it could be a great deal like five years later. Yeah. So and, yeah, and it's interesting. Location, location. Yeah, and location and also like um somebody yes, um if you're buying like after a disaster or like you know where, where something happens, like I remember when 9/11 hit, properties on Wall Street were the cheapest I have ever seen in my life, and it was like a very short window to buy a property there during that time. But a year later, forget about it. Forget about it. Also, um, when the Barclays Center was built, I had a four family. Um, I did a short sale on the four family. And they bought it for two hundred and fifty thousand. Four family. Four family. Renovated, sold it for seven thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. A year later, guess how much it was worth? One year when the Barclay first opened 2. up. Ooh, no, <laughs> one point eight. Ooh, they wow. doubled their equity. Mm. So sometimes, depending on situations, understanding politics. You know, the art of negotiation is really knowing these little tidbits of information where you could pull the trigger on a deal after a, a hurricane or earthquake or sometimes you can get because people are running away from these responsibilities of home yeah. ownership and you can run in and catch a great buy. Yeah. No, for sure. Listen, use, they always say after a war, it's very busy. Um, after a uh, an incident like um, you know, hurricanes, yeah. of nature, and, and unfortunately, if someone passes away and there's no one to take over the estate, you could catch an estate sale too at auctions. Also, if um, you go to like a tax lien or tax auctions, you can catch a property. Um, at a very good value as well. That's a different process, though. Sometimes they just give you, it's a little more, like sometimes the state steps in, so it's a little, it's, it depends on what state you're buying. New York is not so much a tax state where you can get property, but there are states where, like, I believe in Florida, where you can pay someone's taxes and get the property. Also in Georgia as well, but you have to wait a certain amount of time in Georgia. You mean if you owe? Yes, yes. If someone owes the tax, yeah. and it's tricky they because they can also take you to foreclosure. So. Right, right. And then the banks, they will pay the taxes because they don't want. Because once you get the house for the taxes, the, 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 who's paying the mortgage? Who's paying? Who's gonna? They're gonna lose that loan. Yeah. So the competition to get those type of homes is very, it's very challenging. But all it takes is one. It's all, all it takes. Is one. You know, I know. There was a time, like I said, we're buying in Philadelphia, but also uh, Detroit is changing. So going there to buy a home at a certain point is very cheap. I don't know what it's like today, but I'm assuming it's better than it was five years ago. It's also, I'm sure it's changing. A yes. lot of people are moving out. 
whether it's down south or you know to the west but yes. it's definitely changing population is growing so people know their worth they become smarter yes you know like i always say in the office also guys like the buyers are smart yes. everyone is smart the sellers as well we know we learn we see we have the media if people could have seen what Bushwick looked like 15 years ago compared to, and if you were to invest then and hold on to those properties now, I also, I grew up in Red Hook. So I used to go to Red Hook in the projects and play, and my family owns a waterfront property there. They've owned it for about 40 years. And it's what? worth almost what two two and a half million. They they have a wine store right across the street. It's amazing how things change and how in an area no one wants to go to can all of a sudden like this the key is around the corner. Like it's just it's amazing. So real estate sometimes you have to have a vision which matches your negotiation to see and understand and and sometimes get things right so that you can see down the line five to ten years. And maximize and, and, and change a property that nobody wants to something that oh we should have bought that oh I had the opportunity same thing happened in Harlem my uncle was supposed to go in on the property about 25 years ago and he didn't and now the property is worth about five million wow you know so it's just you know it's unfortunate but sometimes people have to have the vision also who are you talking to who are you communicating you know call Five Borough Realty we're here for you we'll be a part of your team and this is what we do. And this is what we talk about, not just here on the podcast, but we talk about it <laughs> when we get off with you and have some good conversations. This is what we do. In the middle of the night, we go to yes, sometimes. Yes, yes, yes. Well, you should know, see our WhatsApp. It's like a party. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about this place uh, yes. that you never stop talking about it, you love it. Um, yes. This is something that you wake up thinking about the deal. I'm riding around, I see something like, oh man, what am I to do with that? Just get that vision. You just love yes. what you do. Yeah. This is what it's all about. Uh, it's really about loving the business, um, loving what you do, and just giving back. And once you do that, you, you will be successful. And you, talk, and you tell everyone what you do and, you know, yeah. not recruit, but you put yourself out there and ensure that people know you, or how, maybe not how you do it, but what you do to make a difference. Yes. So, and that's the key, make, making a difference. Mm -hmm. And that's why I said it's not about the big, humongous. Yes, I love the mansion, but it's also the elderly person that needs to get out of this house so that she can move on to live with her daughter or her granddaughter, whatever the situation be. Yeah. So sometimes selling a property isn't necessary. Yes, we love money. You do make money. But sometimes just assisting people to to move on to a different phase of their life is very important. Yeah. You know, and when you lose those deals and that person has to wait another year or two, or what it's that's not good. That's not good. You know, so we do the best we can to help those in need as well. Yeah. And uh, now that it's the summertime, this is mm -hmm. really our time to be out there yeah. and to make progress. You know, I see people move in the summer. People are preferably choosing to move before the school starts. Yes. Where they want to be. Um, people who have to move, move in the wintertime. Sometimes people are really their leases up in the wintertime. Yeah. So it just so happens to be that every time they renew, you know, it's in the winter. And the so winter is a whole different market. Sometimes yeah. it's, it's, it just comes with different challenges. You know, sometimes you catch a great deal because there isn't that many buyers in the winter, but also checking the roof and seeing like if there's snow and weather. Some people you know. prefer to purchase in the winter, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because why, you, do you know why? Why? Like, take a guess. Why, why do you think? They Less do? competition. Okay, that's one thing. Um, what else do you think? Prices in I would think competition on a bid. Okay. Nobody wants to go in the cold and do see the showings. It's just yeah. of different factors about driving in snow because it don't feel safe. Right? Yeah. It's really extreme situations where people would want to see a place. Yeah. How is it in the snow? Any water going in the basement? What's the property like? Even if it's no construction. Yeah. 
the street, accumulation of water, uh, sewer, high grade, lower grade, under grade level, above grade level. Sometimes you know why, sometimes in the bathroom and sometimes in basements of properties you have bathrooms that you take a step up to the bathroom. Yeah. That means you're under grade level. So then you have to have the sewer with the with the um, pump to make sure that it goes and if you don't flush the water a couple of times, yes. the smell becomes so people prefer sometimes to look around for a while on purpose. Us realtors hate it with passion, but they want to ensure that they go for the best properties and look around and check and compare to those who look good. So they want to keep it running. Well, um, it was great yeah. chatting with you. Yes, it was. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Five Bell Realty. Um, what's the number? It's 855-305-DEAL. Uh, yes, please well, give us a call. Yes, did you have fun? Great time. Thank you so much. And next week, we're going to talk about new construction versus renovation projects. Which is better? Which, which yeah. would you prefer? So that'll be the next topic that we have next week. And we can't wait to talk with you then. Have a blessed night. Bye. 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 Bye.